It is so good to be in the house of the Lord. And it's so good to be asked again to speak. First of all, I want to say that um, God has really been stepping on my toes a lot lately with what he's put on my heart. Um, I've had many conversations with Donna. We've talked about this, and I would say, this is what God's put on my heart. And then she would call me later and say, well, this is what God's told me too. So before I start, I need, last week, Brother Jason was talking about how he had had a bad week and how he had kind of been angry. So when I'm wrong, I want to say I'm wrong. So tonight I'm going to apologize to somebody that I was ugly to. He knows who he is. I don't have to call out no names. <laughs> Thank you. But I want to say I'm sorry, and I never want to be a stumbling block. And that week, I was having a rough week, and I let my mouth overload me a little bit. Shocking. So I admit that I'm not perfect. I know. It's okay. But um, so this message is just for me, too. And I mean, so I just want to say sorry. And the person that know they know that I have really mean it. Okay, so tonight I want to ask you a question. Are you running toward to reach people? Or are you being a stumbling block? Are you running to Jesus? Or are you just causing people to stumble? You know, a lot of times in our life, we want to put on this persona that we're the perfect Christian. And I haven't really met the perfect Christian. And if, if you're perfect, please, like, send me some ideas how, you know, email me or something, because I would like to know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the last two weeks, this has really hit home. You know, we, our church has really went through a lot. We lost a lot of loved ones, and we've dealt with things, and some of us have had really hard times, and we've had stumbling issues. But I think that makes us more reliable. More people can see that, hey, people are not perfect. And, you know, we can't come up here and say, yeah, I just, you know, I praise God every day. And I never roll my eyes. I never, you know, come on. Because if there's not a person that has never rolled their eyes, you, you lie. You know, but we are, but are we reaching the people? Or are we stumbling them? And that's really been like, it's been really on my heart because I want to be so involved with Jesus that I am running to him, but I'm running to reach his people instead of being a stumbling block. Because if you don't think people watch you, you're mistaken. Some people have eyes like, they can see any hand movements you might do or anything. They might see you roll them eyes that you think you're being a little gentle with. Not that Miss Brittany's ever seen me roll my eyes. But I just want you to know that to run to, to be those people that you need to run toward God, you got to be fully involved with God on a daily basis. You can't just come to church on Sunday 
and be like, okay, that's enough Jesus for the week. Ain't that right, Roy? I mean, if you're going to reach the loss, you got to be running toward Jesus every day. Because if there's not a day that goes by that you don't, in your mind, say, thank you, Jesus, for that duct tape. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Spirit. Because that Holy Spirit will convict you. He will make you delete a whole paragraph. He will make you count to ten in three different languages. I mean, God, but I mean, this has been on my heart because, I mean, I'm like, I want to reach others. But if, if I'm having a bad day and that one person sees me have a bad day, and we're human, we're going to have a bad day. But if I'm a stumbling block, then I got to get my issues right. Thank you, Roy. But to help people run to must God, Romans 11 2 says, God did not reject his people who he foreknew. So God didn't reject people just because he didn't like them. God didn't reject them because they were bad. God didn't reject them because they didn't look like each other. God didn't reject them because maybe they get on your last nerve. You know, we all have people in our life that they know how to make that little nerve go. Come on. Thank you, Roy. But are we supposed to let that nerve go off? That's right, Roy. But we got to be so, I mean, you got to be running to God. And I mean, I'm a big girl. I admit it. And when I think about running, I'm thinking about I don't know. You better have some CPR people on standby. But I want you to, like, you got to be running toward him at all times. It can't just be a Sunday day or a Wednesday thing. Okay? I mean, I'm seriously. But the second thing, to reach others, you got to be living a life of worship. You can't just worship Jesus when things are going good. you got to worship Jesus when you're having a bad day. You got to worship Jesus when your kids are making you run late. You got to worship Jesus when your spouse is getting on your nerves. I mean, you got to worship Jesus when your coworkers get on your nerves cuz I'm sure I get on my coworkers nerves. I mean, come on. But if you're not worshiping Jesus and they're seeing you not Worshiping Jesus, why do they want to even be around us? Why do they want to come to a place that we just get up here and pretend? And I, and I, I do not believe we pretend at all. I'm just saying, if you're not worshiping Jesus during those hard times, how are those people that have never heard about Jesus going to want to worship him? You know, life is hard. We go through things that are difficult. Nobody has a perfect life. I mean, unless you're like Barbie or something, and they're not real. So, But you have to have a servant's heart to reach others. It can't be about all about you. You know, it can't be about, well, I don't feel like calling that person because when I get on the phone with them to ask them how they're doing, they want to tell me everything about their brothers, aunts, uncles, the thing. Well, maybe you're the outlet they need from doing something stupid to themselves. Maybe you're that outlet 
for that mom that's been home with the kids that are teething and going crazy, you know, maybe you're her outlet from walking out the door. Maybe men that you're that outlet that he's a man's ready to do to cheat on his wife, but you might be saying, Hey, tomorrow will be a better day in your relationship. You know, we all we got to be able to say, Hey, it's okay. And I want to be the first to admit, I have been and I said something to Brother JB about this last week. My heart and me and Donna have talked about this. We have to step up our game of reaching out to those. We got to be the light when they're not here. Now, I'm not saying if they miss a Sunday morning, you to call and be like, uh, you're going to hell because you didn't come to church on Sunday. That is not our place. But it is our place to say, hey, you were missed. It is our place to say, hey, do you just need somebody to talk to? It is our place if they call us to take that extra five minutes. I'm telling you, sometimes people need you at the most inconvenient time. But God never tells us it's not convenient. So, come on. I mean, I work and, you know, I get home and I'm tired. But I'm going to answer my phone if somebody's calling me. Now, sometimes I might not hear it, so if you call me, let it ring again, okay? But, I mean, seriously, I, the last two weeks, and, and Donna could tell you this, I have, this has been mine and Donna's heart. We've got to reach those. I want you to look around right now, and you can probably count on your hand at least three people that have not been here in the last two weeks. Now, without raising your hands, because I don't want nobody to look bad, how many of you have reached out to somebody? Thank you. But I mean, seriously, and I'm not trying, I'm stepping on my own toes. Because this week, I was, I mean, it's really been, and me and Donna have been talking, and we were talking, and I was like, Donna, I was like, there's some that we haven't reached out to. Because we don't know what's going on. But it's not our place to know. All we need to do is say, hey, I missed you. I mean, hey, do you, can I bring you something? You know, that is our job as to witness. That is our job to take care of those. I mean, y'all have took care of me when I couldn't even take care of myself. And I want to pay it forward. But for us to be able to say that we love people and we love big, then we got to start showing some love and step out of our comfort zones. I mean, I'm not a big talker on the phone because, in case you don't know, I have ear trouble, so sometimes I get a little loud. But I can text. (laughs) You know, I'm not a big going to somebody's house to visit because I have a lot of OCD kind of things. But you know what? God's told me I got to step out of that. We've got to, if we're not going to reach them, who's going to reach them? Pornography, 
cheating. I mean, kids are going to turn to drugs if we're not reaching them. I mean, it's really heavy on my heart because if we don't do it, who's going to do it? We can say, oh, well, they'll be back next Sunday. Well, how about the following Sunday when they don't show up? Or the following Sunday? Oh, well, they must have to work. How do we know if we're not checking on them? How do we know? And it don't take long just to send us a little friendly text. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Hey, I just want to know that you're missed. Because those words mean more to somebody that's going through a rough time than you'll know. Or how about this? God just wanted me to tell you that you are loved. Because they might not be hearing that at all. Or they might need to hear, do you know what? You're special. Not special, you know, like eat crayons, but special. You know, there's something I say in my class almost every day. I say, you are loved, you are wanted, and you are needed. Because those are three things that every human being wants to hear. We want to know that we're loved. We want to know that we're needed and we're wanted and if we want to carry on the gospel of Jesus Christ and fill this church then we got to get off of our legs and start running and stop being stumbling blocks because some of us have been stumbling blocks to other people how many of you have ever went into Walmart and you saw somebody that might have attended here or didn't attend somewhere and you just didn't want to talk to them because you knew they were going to talk your head off. So you do that duck the aisle thing. Oh, close is clear. Come on. Or if you see them when you go into a restaurant, you're like, um, can you set me over there in that corner? Come on. It is our place to step out of those boundaries and to witness and to tell them how great our God is. I mean, come on. If you cannot tell one person how great our God is, then something's wrong. Because you should be able to tell a bunch of people. You know, I... Miss Laura, I just want to brag on you. You've been an inspiration. You've been going through so much the last two weeks. And I saw a little video of her, and she was just praising Jesus with that tambourine. And she was on beat, too, by the way. And I'm thinking, if she can praise Jesus losing her husband and her dad, then what is wrong with us? What is wrong with us if she can get out of her comfort area and go and witness to her family that might not know the Lord, then why are we so worried about if we run into somebody? I'm not saying you got to bring them home and feed them. But you can do something for them. And it's the simple things. To me, getting a card is like, I just love when my kids give me cards. Because to me, that is so, because I get to keep them. And like this while ago, one of my sweet little kids said, I love it when you speak on Sunday night, Miss Monica. Well, you know what? That little, that little nice thing meant more to me 
than anything because that's genuine from the heart. You can't fake being a Christian. If you're a real Christian, there ain't no way you can fake it. Because you are excited. You want to run toward people. You don't want to be a stumbling block. I felt so bad when I, after I was a stumbling block for this person that it literally ate me alive. And I'm not joking. I, <laughs> I had apologized to the person's wife, then to him, and he still gives me a hard time. But it's okay because I know that I realize my mistakes and that means none of us are perfect so if you make a mistake say you're sorry because sorry goes a long way now I want to tell you why you should be able to witness to others and why you should be able to visitate and I'm really believing that we're going to start doing this as a group I feel like God's calling us to do that because there's so many like the burn size she can't be with us right now but she would love for us to just come to her door and say hey we miss you there's so many Miss Carol Parker told me that while her, they were in quarantine, that a couple of ladies had reached out to her. And she said that meant so much to her. You know, we need that. Miss Laura, you know, we need to reach out to her. Now, don't call her in the middle of the night because she might be sleeping. I know. We talk a lot at night. But I wanted to give you some reasons why you should be able to tell, talk to others about Jesus. So you should be running. You shouldn't be a stumbling block. And let me tell you, and I got these from a song, my new favorite song. If you've not listened to it, it says, let me tell you about my Jesus. Are you past the point of weary? Are you heavy burdened? Do you have an empty feeling? Well, let me tell you about my Jesus. There's not a reason that you cannot be excited about Jesus. Because he takes all your pain, all your shame, all your confusion, and he wipes it clean. Now, if you can't go and tell somebody that what God has done for you, he can do it for them, then you need to get right with Jesus. He rose from a grave. There ain't no sinner on this earth that Jesus can't save. Woo! His love is strong. His grace is free. And I know if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. Because let me tell you, I used to be a stumbling block for people. I wasn't always... Miss Goody Good Tushies. I'm still not that. But Brother Mike can tell you. I used to have an attitude. Miss Sister Daphne could tell you too. But let me tell you, God changed me. I used to have the negative attitude in America. I never thought I was good enough. I never thought I was pretty enough. I never thought anything. But God changed me. I never thought I could be happy again. But God changed that. I never thought I could smile again. But God does that. I never thought I would have air conditioner. But y'all did that through God. Hallelujah. Uh, no doubt. I'm telling you. I actually went to Walmart. little side note real quick. 
I hated going to Walmart in the hoopty because you'd be sweating before you got there like you'd already went to hell and back. Excuse my language. But let me tell you, I went to Walmart and I wasn't sweating. Hallelujah. So thank y'all. But that is Jesus. Because y'all stepped out of y'all's comfort zone for somebody like me. Then if y'all could do it for me, why can't we step out of our comfort zone for people that need us? Y'all, there are people in this town and the surrounding towns that used to come here that haven't even, and then there's some that haven't come here that need to be here. They need to be loved by this family. But you don't want to tell nobody. So if you're not going to tell nobody, that means you're going to be a stumbling block. And it says in the Bible, if you call somebody not to be able to hear about Jesus, that's something you and Jesus are going to have to take up. And I don't want to have that conversation with Jesus. I want to have a conversation with Jesus that said, Monica, I'm really glad that you got over your fears of going into somebody's dirty house to visit. Come on, y'all. Stop. I want to say, I'm so proud of you that you went and visited with that woman that talks 99 miles a night more. And I know I talk fast, but there are more people that can talk me down. I'm so glad that you went and visited with a woman that has so many issues that it doesn't matter if she's really feeling good. She's going to come up with something. We all know people like that. But it's our place to love them anyway, right? We got to love those people that even think they're right all the time. Because you know what? They need Jesus too. And we don't need to be a stumbling block. And I want to say, if I ever was a stumbling block for you, I apologize. Because I'm going to tell you, God ate me up this week and spit me out. He just didn't let me lose no weight while he done it. But let me tell you, I don't want to be a stumbling block. I want to be running to Jesus so fast that while I'm running, people want to know what's going on. So they're running behind me. And I want to continue to worship through the ups and downs because that's the only way that we're going to fill this church. And we're doing an awesome job. We have the greatest, and I tell everybody this, we have the greatest church family around. We have the greatest pastor and first lady and a sit and executive pastor we have the greatest deacon board I, can i get a raise by the way just joking but we have the greatest people we have the greatest youth pastors and i'm hearing that children's pastor is pretty awesome but you know what more importantly we have jesus and we have that love for each other and I just want you, as I stepped on my own toes the last week and two weeks while I was going, getting ready for this, let's not be a stumbling block. Let's run to Jesus. And it's okay if you make mistakes along the way. Just ask God to forgive you. And if you've hurt somebody, just say, hey, I messed up. It's okay. God still loves us. God didn't make junk, and God loves you. And I know it hasn't been a serious thing, but this is, God had it on my heart, and I just want you to know, I don't want to be a stumbling block. I 
want to be so on fire for Jesus that when somebody looks at me, they don't have to see ask if I go to church. They're going to know where I go to church. They're going to know why I go to church. Because let me tell you, without Jesus, there is no hope. So remember, run to Jesus. Worship during the good and the bad times. And if you're worshiping Jesus and you're running to Jesus, then the third one is going to come naturally. Step out of your comfort zone. And go out there and reach those that we haven't seen in a while. Brother JP.